TopplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted. What the fuck, man? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 54 of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm Brooks. I'm Tyler. Dan. And uh, we've got Paul here. Paul Goble is our guest this week. Hi, everybody. Uh, from such uh, things as uh, Beat the Geeks, he is the TV geek, uh, as well as uh, Will and Grace. He was a neighbor on Will I and Grace. I was Jerry, the fat neighbor on Will um, and Grace. That was, uh, it wasn't, it, weren't they like trick-or-treating or something yeah, like that? it was the scary Halloween episode, first season of Will and Grace. And I got on that show because it was the same producers as Boston Common. Like, oh, okay. they literally called me and offered me the gig. So, I was like, sweet, I'm going to be on fucking Will and Grace every fucking day now. And it was awesome because they even told me, like, I was tight with those guys. They were really cool. And they were like, oh, well, you live in the building. You'll be on the show a lot. But unfortunately, they were hands-off and mm-hmm. I literally never came back. <laughs> they never asked me back on the show because the actual producer didn't know me so they couldn't have cared less when i when i heard about it i looked up the scene on youtube and Mm. i was like ah, it's paul it's easily found in fact i show it uh sometimes on uh on all my favorite game shows i will give away i give away a lot of prizes and sometimes i'll give away like here's the first season of will and grace on dvd (laughs) (laughs) including this scene (laughs) which is fun but i always i also give away a copy of not another teen movie i I bought every copy of not another teen movie on dvd (laughs) in the city of mesa so you're why they made more of those (laughs) yes it's all my fault according to these metrics you created very well (laughs) so in phoenix it's a very popular item (laughs) but i bought them all up and i give one away every show and i show that clip that one clip that i'm in yeah which unbeknownst to me is probably the most popular thing that's, i've ever done that's the one that i recognized you from <laughs> yeah like, i'm not even kidding it. like when i oh, hey you're that dude <laughs> it, and that's what it is people are like oh it's the i came in your french toast guy <laughs> or <laughs> when they find out i'm the guy they're like oh my god you're it's like they met bruce springsteen or something they're like i love that fucking Spring- movie <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, you hit He's the nail on the head there again. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. So you get it. I do. <laughs> I do. If Bruce Springsteen came in my French toast, I'd <laughs> I think I'd have to give it a taste, quite frankly. I want to know what that New Jersey spunk mm. tastes like. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Talk about that syrup. Cinnamon yeah, toast but, on the edge of town. <laughs> um, before, uh, before you started hosting uh, Geeks Who Drink Trivia at the Grid, yeah. I had actually never seen any of these things but and, yeah. really yeah you i never had, saw, I not never another, saw another, team another team are you fucking kidding me who saw that on purpose yeah i did <laughs> i was in the fucking movie and i didn't watch it until it came on tv i watched it because it was on comedy central yeah but even then <laughs> it's the, the shitty version of it yeah oh i'll yeah. tell you this oh i'm so glad i remember this, this is a great story <laughs> Hell yeah. um so yeah what does your scene uh get, yeah. get uh, dubbed to I'm so sure. for those of you who don't know i'm in the last in the last uh, at the end of the movie there's a big musical number and uh, at the very it starts out with uh, Sam Levine and a couple of guys in this diner talking about how they're going to get laid at the dance and they sing about it and I have one line where I turn around and say I just jerked off in your French toes <laughs> which makes no sense it's just for shock value sure. and it doesn't ever come back I'm never I'm not seen ever again in the movie but like 
it was a great day of work because again, I didn't have to audition for it. I knew the director, Joel Gallen, he saw my reel and was like, oh yeah, get Paul. He can do this line. And it was one day of work. It was easy as fuck. Um, uh, but then when it came time to, well, when they offered me the gig, they're like, Hey, uh, they want you to film this gig. Here's the day. And I'm like, sounds good. And my agent says, and by the way, they're, they're recording the soundtrack tomorrow. And because you have a line in the song, you'll be on the soundtrack. I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I've never been on a soundtrack before. She goes, but they don't want to pay you for it. Uh, I went, what? Wait, how does that make sense? And she goes, well, then it's like you'll get residuals for music and CDs sold, and that's too much work for them. They can just get someone who's already there to do that one line who they're already paying. Unless you want to come in for free. And I'm like, well, you know what the answer to that is, Clay. Yeah. So, but then when, uh, like months later after the movie is out and they're getting ready to put it on, uh, Comedy Central and, uh, ABC Family, which they showed it a lot. <laughs> That's weird. Hey, yeah, right? A film for families to watch on When Friday there's nights. a character who's literally naked throughout the entire yeah. film <laughs> as a gag, why would you, you miss that whole gag? So anyways, I go in to re-record my one line that has to be recorded, and the guy's got his list of shit, what they told him to change it to. And he goes, all right, so you need to change this to which one of you ordered the French toast? And I was that like, ma that makes even less sense. Yeah, right. I go, how is that even a joke? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. they're just talking about getting laid. And then I interrupt them because I want to give them good service. That's the <laughs> gag. I was like, that makes no sense. And he goes, I don't give a fuck. This is what they told me to say. So say whatever you want. But if you want to get paid, this is what you're well, saying. That's hey, what man. happens when you meet a stranger. I was just going to say that same thing. <laughs> you see what happens, Larry? This is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> I want so I recorded that. Fighting but... snakes all th off this Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> oh, boy, yeah. yeah. But the truth is, every time oh. I saw it on TV, it was just bleeped. So they, I don't think oh. they ever used it because it was just bleeped. Because the guy told me, like, this is what he did for a living. He directed looping sessions. And he said there were some directors who didn't want it changed. Like, like um, uh, the woman who directed Fast, Fast Times. I can't remember her name. Uh, but she would always say, I want this, I want um, fuck you changed to fuck your pussy. Like she would make it something worse yeah. just so they would go, well, we're, we're going to change it to this and it will never be shown just to stop people from sure. showing the shitty version. But so the version I saw, it was always bleeped anyways, which again makes like, what am I saying? I just, <laughs> what, what's you don't, you miss the whole gag. Honestly, you know? That makes it even better. It's like, right. You know what? Leave it to your imagination. <laughs> right. Whatever what it was, do to that French whatever toast? it was, it's worse than that. <laughs> Looked good too. It was perfectly good French toast. <laughs> and how also they're at a diner at a counter i'm behind the counter when did i do that <laughs> when did i take the time to cook their toast jerk off on it and then turn around and hey, serve it to them maybe you had a quick trigger finger I mean, <laughs> yeah i'm that guy <laughs> that's why i became a chef <laughs> i just beep i just found jfk's brain <laughs> i just cured cancer in your french toast whatever it is yeah that, and it was surprising to me how so many how how so many people would recognize me from that but it was be, like as i got older it was you know younger people who saw it when they were kids literally saw it in the theater because that's what they could get allowed to go in you know that sure. was their idea of a raunchy movie so like younger people would be like oh my god is the toast is the jerked off in your french toast guy <laughs> which was that's a yeah. good legacy to leave i guess so it's, i mean there are 
are worse, certainly worse legacies. I, you know, I could be remembered as the child molester. I wouldn't want it. I'd rather be the jerked off in your yeah, friend's right. guy. Are right? you going to have that on your epitaph? That's what <laughs> I was going to say. I jerked off in your friend's toast. Well, there's rip. <laughs> what I, in the, uh, the Laugh Factory at Comedy Club in Hollywood, whenever a famous comedian would die, they would put like George Carlin, R.I.P., making God laugh. Every time, no matter who it was, they'd always say making God laugh, which was dumb because, of course, George Carlin, an ardent atheist. Yeah, right. Fucking stupid, right? So anyways, so what I was hoping is when I die, it says Paul Goble, R.I.P., he just jerked off in God's French toast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, awesome. if that's what it says on my on my tombstone, I won't I won't if, be bothered. As long as your headstone is a piece of toast. <laughs> oh, please. If they don't do it for you, just yeah. leave it in your will, and then we'll show up and vandalize it regularly for you. Please do. <laughs> yeah. Please do. What and then, like, beat the Geeks fans. are like, oh, man. We'll correct it. No, no, no. <laughs> yes, make the, it right. The, the headstone is a piece of toast with sideburns. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But then Ren and Stimpy fans keep vandalizing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're a toast man? Oh, yeah. if, there are, if there are still Ren and Stimpy fans now, today, right now. Me and my wife, I, I think, are sad. pretty much it. She's crazy about Ren and Stimpy. Really? Even yeah. after the John K shenanigans? Yeah, it was. it's... It's problematic, I will admit. I met him once at a at a film festival. He was literally there doing caricatures for money because that's what he had been reduced to. Sure. Going places and doing caricatures of people for money. But I knew, I was like, holy shit, you're John Kay. Uh, please do a caricature of me and my wife. And he did one. I have an original John Kay drawing in my house. And I was like, look how, look at this. I'm so proud of it. And then the problems yeah. came and I thought... Wait, is this worth more yeah. money or less money? Because <laughs> if it's drawn by a sexual predator who's kind of famous, that might be more money. But I don't know. Is more people on, know him in the the common like. Yeah, which is he more famous sphere? for? It depends yeah. on where you post it and what audience you reach out to. I think. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. There are different so. collectors in different spheres. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. He might have opened up a whole new audience for himself. <laughs> oh God, so, yeah. jeez, we uh, don't know. Um. So. Uh, so, Ren, are you, actually, are you not a Ren and Stimpy fan just because of the issues? Well, not just because of the issues. Also, So, the original run of Ren and Stimpy, I'm actually a big fan of. I, I don't know anyone who isn't. Okay. But you were uh, not no. born when that was on, correct? Yeah, I was. How old were you? There, I was. I'm. I was part of the big the launch of Nicktoons. Like I really? was there for it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like I, I was. In it, I was fucking, there, I'm fucking, I was stoked for that shit. Well, because the original, originally, it was on MTV. <laughs> like they showed like the raunchy episodes nice. on MTV. Oh, I didn't know that it yes. had an original, original run before it did the Nicktoons. Run. When he, because when it was on Nicktoons, basically Nickelodeon said we want to do more Ren and Stimpy's, but you're going to be a lot less hands on. Sure, that's why those ones are more watchable. Quite yeah. frankly, they're yeah. better. Because when it went back to Spike TV, those are just a bunch of ham-fisted gay jokes, and that's exactly what they did. They said like uh, whatever Nick said okay we're done with you like the way they do and Spike was like come over to us and we'll give you creative control which he was fucking eager to get and they're not which good. is unfortunate but the early episodes <laughs> on MTV are I mean well, they're better maybe, than bad. They're good. Yeah, maybe by, <laughs> by those by back in those days, by those standards, they're pretty outrageous. Now, so not so much. Were they part of like? Did it actually have its own 
slot or was it like a liquid television kind of thing? No, was they, it, it was before, it was like before Beavis and Butthead, before liquid TV, before all that, when they were just throwing shit up against the wall to see what would stick. Huh. MTV, it was when they still had VJs. You know what I sure. mean? It's like, well, I mean, they still had VJs when liquid television and when Beavis yeah, I guess so. around. And I mean, VJs videos. ended in the late nineties. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was, but it, they just, it was because he made, I think it was, I don't want to say it was on the internet because the internet didn't exist, but he had made these things and kind of like South Park, people were passing videos around. Oh, sure. It was like that. And then so MTV said, okay, give this, throw this guy some money and he'll make some for us, but let him do whatever he wanted. Kind of like same with Mike Judge and Beavis and Butthead. Sure. Like we'll give you, because they pay very shitty, you know, yeah. MTV, but it's like you got free creative control. So that's the trade off. But then after that, Nickelodeon came knocking and said, we can make these for kids, just fucking tone it down. But he wasn't interested in toning it down so much so they just showed him the door and kind of took over so those ones on nicktoons are better mm-hmm. but they're very they're they're very non non john k yeah i which, I, I mean makes sense the art style is great uh billy west is is mm-hmm. a wonderful one of my favorite voice actors absolutely uh and so you got a picture uh, of him right there over your fireplace yeah yeah uh, Jasmine actually drew that. That's uh, 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 from uh, the like episode that. where uh, Leela goes off to space with uh, Zap to find out what the Vginies is all about. <laughs> and uh, uh, Fry nervously hands her things to remember him by, uh, including this giant painting of him in a smoking jacket. Nice. Very specific. Um, like but yeah, the... Uh, uh, I, I loved all, all the, you know, original Nicktoons. I mean, I'm, I turn 37 in December. So, Jesus, you're old. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was there for the Nicktoons, okay. you know, when, when Nicktoons started when, when and I was dies, all about that. Who are we going to recast him with? <laughs> you guys are already put out a put out a search for There's a, a Craig Ryan Shrimp type, right? <laughs> Looking for a young Ryan Shrimp type. Do you like cartoons and have blue hair? <laughs> well, just get a poodle and dye it blue. We're just well, gonna print out a body pillow with his likeness, but have a speaker in it, <laughs> and it'll just play like reels of previous episodes. You got uh, enough you, material for sure, right? What I do you agree think, with Ryan? We got a year of recordings. Yeah, I, I mean, think we Jesus can find Christ! Something. At this point, we've probably got seventy plus hours of uh recordings of uh, us talking yeah. just splice it badly together just <laughs> i think this game is dumb well, they have programs <laughs> that do that now yeah, yeah. so because like that jimmy fallon used to do it all the time he would get all these clips of brian williams and basically clip them together with him doing rapper's delight <laughs> a clip of Brian sure. Williams saying hip and then a clip of him saying hop. Sure. And they fucking put it all together and he does the whole I've, song. I've seen that, but uh, Adobe is also, and this is even old news, like Adobe years ago was working on a thing, a way to completely generate someone's voice. Wow. Like a very specific voice. And they actually used um, uh, Jordan Peele to uh, demonstrate it. Uh, the, um, I can't remember. It was like, Hey, you know, you had this conversation and, and so you recorded this conversation between uh, Keegan-Michael Key, you know, and, and yourself. Uh, and we took it and we changed what he said. And you can't even tell. You can't it. even tell. Oh, it is shit. fully using the samples of his voice that they were able to collect and That's build spooky. a model off of. And then you watched them type in the words that they wanted the generator to say. And wow. it was not a robotic voice in any way. Wow. So when we do that with Ryan, his new, it, it will replace you with Brian Shrimp. 
<laughs> That's my dad who's already dead. Uh, Brian Shrimp. Oh, shrimp. shrimp. Okay. <laughs> shrimp. Okay. Yeah. So I was going to say Brian Shrimp was my father. Oh. I'm Brian sorry. Shrimp is a different guy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll so, deep fake you. Brian, we'll get someone else Brian we'll deep shrimp. fake you. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they call him Brian Frying Shrimp. That's his nickname, old uh, Frying. My dad used to be called Brian Shrimp. Of course. Brian Shrimp. Uh, and uh, I uh, have been called uh, Ryan Jumbo uh, Shrimp. Jesus. Um, this is our new host, David Prawn. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer Shrimp Scampi. <laughs> shrimp shrimp hyphen Scampi. You, you must have heard all those jokes oh, growing absolutely. up, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Anybody got some shrimp sauce? Look at it. Yeah. 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 Um, shrimp cocktail. The, Let's get a drink. He wants a shrimp cocktail. Ryan's, <laughs> Ryan's rock band band name is already the shrimp cocktail. Ryan yeah. Shrimp. Ah, okay. yeah. Because a friend, of mine, a friend of mine who's in a metal band, uh, like an over-the-top metal band uh, uh, back home in Wisconsin, uh, he and I were going to start a uh, an all-lounge uh, Huey Lewis and the News cover band called <laughs> nice. Ryan Shrimp and the Cocktails. Oh, that sounds... I'm on board for that. Um, over-the-top band. We do usually cover some news items. <laughs> oh, wait, and there actually is, have to talk about There things? is a super important thing to talk about. Okay. We've, we've, we've just been letting Spider-Man. Paul do all of our work for us <laughs> yeah, at this right. point. Yeah, right. <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man is back, is back in the MCU. So, oh. Mike, when I first heard this, my first thought was <laughs> this was the plan all along. Yeah. Honestly? Sure. Right? Yeah, like, it was on. a great marketing effort. Okay. So, okay, then. <laughs> plug, then in, right. pl- plug in the, the hype machine and let's, uh, let, let's let it run for a while. Because yeah. in the past, they very wisely said, wow, that movie sucked, that we're done. And maybe we'll start again later on. But they very wisely were like, wow, let's not make another any more of these movies. Yeah. And that's fine. But Far From Home was good. It wasn't great, yeah. but it was good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it quite a bit. So why wouldn't they make more of them? That it, makes exactly. zero sense. So, yeah, I think this was just obviously maybe the contract was up. Like they said, we'll do two and then renegotiate. But that's all the story was. They're now renegotiating. I think, you know, because... Uh, it's just basic negotiating 101. You don't come back to the table going, that was great. Let's do this well, again. Yeah, I, I no. expect, uh, I don't know how much of this would have been staged considering the specifics of the new uh, contract. Oh, I know nothing. Because originally um, Marvel was only taking 5% of uh, sales and now they're taking 25%. Uh, what they meat. originally offered, which caused the rupture was 50%. Which was far oh. from home. And... They wanted 50% from Far From Thank Home? Thank you. <laughs> no, he's saying 50% was Far From Home. Yeah, no, he oh, that's like he a made a really bad yeah, joke. A bad it was joke. so he bad was trying to make that, a joke. that you God. didn't even realize he was making a joke. Tyler, you're right. We've got, we've got an actual oh stand-up God. comedian sitting in the room now. Well, I, th- so I find it you... funny that of all the things that have been said today, that was what earned a squirt. Like, <laughs> it has to be that bad and that fucking offensive. I don't... His support of comedy will not be tolerated. <laughs> exactly. How <laughs> dare you say network. that? Any, any of the things that I said, oh, that was like a joke. I think that's the most offensive thing I've ever <laughs> about Well, I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> oh, sugarcoat like it. It was. It, it, res, it resembled a joke. It was just missing the one key feature. Yeah, the humor. Right. What made it funny? It was missing the thing that makes it funny. It sounded like a joke. It had all the structures of a joke there was a setup and a punchline and much 
Much like every sentence that doesn't have a punchline sounds like a joke. Yeah. Dude, just yeah. like every so, conversation. So <laughs> I, I think that might be the secret with this young man. He's constantly making jokes all day long. He just doesn't realize that they're not funny. His, his entire life is a workshop. And we think it's just conversation. We think he's having... That's why he switches from topic to topic oh, though, so how, quickly. Look how red he's become. That's why he looks so sad all the time. Because he's like, I'm talking, but they're not laughing. Why do they just keep talking back? Tyler, you, you really need to stop getting your jokes out of the dictionary, okay? That's what we're trying to say. I got this great gag. He looks up. Okay, dressers. Got it. Hey, you guys hear about dressers? You put clothes in them, right? Who, right? Who's with me? <laughs> no, no, that, that wouldn't fly. That wouldn't fly. Uh, rheumatoid Arthur right now. <laughs> but not this crowd. Wrong crowd for that. I went to the store today and bought some milk. How about you guys? <laughs> what kind? Who's with me? Chocolate? Yeah, yeah I love well, it. Let's get air Tyler. Very cool. <laughs> Airplane food is defined as. <laughs> Good crowd work, bro. So the oh, new shit. deal, uh, oh, the new hilarious. deal that uh, Sony and Marvel has struck uh, has actually allowed Sony and Marvel to share Tom Holland. So that means that we may see Spider-Man. Two Christmases. We may see Spider-Man <laughs> appear in properties like Venom. and Because Sony's got the rest of the villains. Uh, yeah, so. that's the other thing. Is I think it makes... Because for me, I mean, I like Spider-Man and all, but... He has some of the best villains, like yeah. and some that I that it's about time we've seen, like Craven the Hunter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they like I don't know about you, but I was so thing. fucking disappointed by the Rhino in that shitty movie. Uh, I was yeah. like, which was Paul Giamatti was is such a great. I'm right? so excited for Paul Giamatti as the Rhino, and, and yet they still managed to fuck yeah. from it. It was yep. so bad. So God yeah, damn. Peter Parker has some of the best fucking villains, people who hate him. So, and, and, and some are super, the thing I always like about Spider-Man villains is very few of them are actually super powered. Yeah. They either are, have machines or they're just straight up liars. Yep. You know, who pretend to have superpowers like a Mysterio Mephis- or a Mysterio yeah. or Tobey Maguire. <laughs> ah, <burn. laughs> but yeah, like Craven the Hunter and, and cool, uh, uh, villains like that. It's about time that we yeah. saw them. But I, mean, I guess we're it's supposedly going to be getting a Morpheus movie. We're going to be mm-hmm. getting, a, yeah, or, I heard about that or Morbius or Morbius. 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 Yeah. Uh, we're Morbius. going to be uh, getting a black cat film. Uh, so like Sony's planning on doing shit with these properties now that they've got kind of joint custody of Tom Holland that could make these significantly better than Venom, especially if Kevin or if Faggy has uh, like input on yeah. the Sony movies. Like yeah. if, if that happens, I'm excited for this. Well, and he's part of the whole initial rupture was that he was already going to be stretched pretty thin in incorporating X-Men into the mm-hmm. Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. And now he's doing a Star yeah. Wars movie. That could yeah. be so bad. Jeez. The fucking Venom. It, I couldn't the believe. X-Men into the Marvel universe cannot be as bad as any of the Fox X-Men films. Right. You say that now. It better not be. <laughs> yeah. It probably will be. I mean, I, I'm, I, I don't hate the Fox Fox X-Men films. I, I like Dark Phoenix. Uh, I, I know I'm in the minority, but I'll Ooh. go ahead and, and put it out there. I enjoyed that movie. Um, but like stuff like Venom, where they just take one character and try yeah. to build a fucking whole movie around him. Yeah. Like the action scenes were brilliant, I thought. But you watch it and go, there's clearly something missing here. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Spider-Man. The person that he goes out what to sucks fight. Is, right? So like, Do you Venom, get it? please help me kill Spider-Man. Venom becomes an 
an anti-hero. He is not an anti-hero. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. He, exactly. So they're trying to give a venom, uh, a venom origin story without the tumultuous beginning of it and just go straight into anti-hero. Let me, I'm skipping a very important part. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Let me, uh, I I apologize if this derails the whole conversation, but I've brought this up to many people and nobody ever knows what I'm talking about, Hmm. but Venom was created from the Secret Wars, yes? Yeah, that was yeah. part of that black suit that he got during Secret Wars. Yes. So, effectively, we will never get the real no, story exactly. of Vector. Because right? originally, the symbiote was Spider-Man. It came was, from it, it another was... created universe by yes. the Beyonder, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, they, and we will never see that on TV or in movies or ever again in print. You say that We've now, seen it on Sony TV. is well known for fucking rebooting every single property. That's true. That the Secret does. Wars over, movie over, might be the shit. Over and yeah. over again, I bet now that... We've I got I, Spider-Man in that I would love, we'll I would love to see a Secret Wars as like a TV show or something just because I remember the we, toys. I love so it. So we didn't get like a full true Secret War origin in the animated Spider-Man uh, series, but right. we did get a proper symbiotic Spider-Man suit uh, uh, origin story. In, Came from space, right? Yeah. John Jameson. Came, uh, didn't John Jameson come from space and I it came with him remember. on the ship or I, oh, something yes, like that? Oh, yes, yes, yes. That like is, hijacked yeah. the ship, came yep. along with him, and then he turned into a space werewolf, apparently, <laughs> which I guess was some, a werewolf. I guess he was like yeah, a weird character. Is that from the comics that Jonah that Jameson's I'm not kid? Sure. Yeah, maybe, that might have been just a dumb episode. Of this maybe show. in like Heroes Reborn or some. Fucking, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was. Uh, wow. Talk about a bad fucking show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm very excited that uh, it's a thing, and uh, I'm especially with the joint custody element of that. That's going to be hopefully very good for the media. Now, um, will but, they cast mm. Andrew Garfield as a character in it? Like, <laughs> well, and like, will they funny, make him the Scarlet they, Spider? They have hinted very heavy on uh, that. Well, rather. Tom Holland is very bad at reacting to people asking him if he would like to be in a film with all of the other people who have played Spider-Man because he reacts in a way as though he's got something to hide and he's notoriously bad at keeping secrets. Uh, so, so that might've already been discussed. Right. Cause I mean, the multiverse was the concept of the multiverse has been introduced with, uh, into the multiverse. And that's a very, that's a very good thing to do now because the DC shows on the W are on CW are doing doing, uh, crisis on infinite earths. Yeah. Well, they already have had like soup, like they, they do Supergirl and flash crossovers, which they've made it clear different universes completely. Mm -hmm. But now they're doing that whole, yeah. Now they're bringing Brandon route. Ruth in as yep. Superman, and they're bringing in a Smallville actor. Uh, yeah, Tom Welling. Tom Welling. Also yeah, so they're they're Superman. making it clear. So that's like a very popular thing now. That yeah. if you own any property that has ult- that has other universes, by all means, let's see what we can do with that. Yeah. So uh, that would make sense. Well, look at the 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 cartoon, the Spider Verse cartoon. That was wasn't that it was the fucking idea? great? Yeah, it yeah. was so, and everybody yeah. loved it. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, uh, I know. And uh, but yeah, you know that would open up the possibility for there being a Spider-Man movie that has, you know, Spider-Man 2099, uh, yes. and Miles <laughs> Morales, and, and then, that means we get Nick Cage as yeah. noir Spider-Man. Oh, I want to see a whole movie about that, quite yeah. frankly. Yeah, That would be great. We get that me, would be we, we got very me, cool. Me and Spider-Man. Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen. Isn't, aren't, isn't, like, everybody crazy about Spider-Gwen? She's fucking awesome. Yeah, I get that. And especially, I mean... Uh, I don't, I don't want to sound like an idiot, but it seems to me that Spider-Gwen is a great 
character like where DC did with Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Marvel can do with Spider Gwen. There's no other character. It, yeah. Black Widow's great, but she's not the character that women are, you know, rallying around in the Marvel universe. And I think Spider Gwen could easily be that character. Sure, especially well, Captain Marvel. Young girl. Marvel, Marvel Captain is Captain Marvel would probably be. They the are still oh, true. Yeah, that's for Captain Marvel on that. It's because most women uh, that watch television have not been to Budapest or refer to incidences in such. <laughs> Uh, also, it's hard to get, apparently everyone in the business thinks it's impossible to get women to watch superhero movies. Which is That's, fucking dumb. Yeah, it's it's stupid. It's everybody likes superheroes. Well, and never, today. No, like, <laughs> never mind that. The concept of there being a gender uh, barrier for, for any fandom, no matter ridiculous. what the it's fandom dumb. is, Ludicrous. is stupid. The only barrier that exists are gatekeepers. And they're the ones who are, Preach. Keep, you know, are, keep people out of these fandoms because they're not new enough because they've got tits i saw and it, yeah you know, i saw um m night shyamalan he was on uh, i think it was seth meyers in the early days because he was talking about glass he was, uh, sure. glass was coming out but he was uh, he was asking about unbreakable and like you know what was that like working on unbreakable and m night said that when he pitched the movie unbreakable he was told over and over again superhero movies don't sell a human being said that fucking sentence what? to him. What? Right? Yeah. He's not been present for the last... Well, this no, was... No, no. Obviously, so this, this was, was before. A, yeah. But it wasn't like 20, 30 years before. Yeah. Unbreakable came out in our lifetimes while we were adults. Yes? Yeah. That's because wasn't you look at the superhero movies that had been made to that point. And they sucked. Yeah. But you know, still, we've Corbin got Fantastic Four fucking, film is amazing. <laughs> we've got Dolph Lundgren as, uh, as, or was it Dolph Lundgren? No, it wasn't Dolph Lundgren. Who played Punisher in the Tom original? Hardy was one. In the original Punisher movie. Oh, um, oh uh, Thomas Jane. Tom no, no, no. Yeah. In the original, the original Punisher movie. Dolph, yeah, it was Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, okay. You're right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Nick, you got Hasselhoff as Nick Fury. Oh, God. And then, uh, <laughs> did you yeah. ever see the, the worst Captain America movie yeah. with J.D. Salinger's son, Matt Salinger? No. Holy shit, is it bad. <laughs> First of all, he's, I'm not even kidding. He is J.D. Salinger's son. And he's only an actor because he's J.D. Salinger's son. Okay. Uh, yes. He moved to Hollywood and said, my dad wrote Catcher in the Rye. I want to be an actor. And everyone said, let's do it. Perfect. He, he was on picket fences for a while, but he this was his big break. And the beginning of the movie starts with him uh, it, already in a fight with Red Skull, like in a showdown. And then Red Skull captures him, straps him to a rocket that he's going to uh, launch on America. But then it, while he's on the rocket, he gets it to go into the water in the Arctic and gets frozen. Okay. okay. Beginning yeah. of the movie. See where it's going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very short version of the first Captain America. Yeah, right? exactly. And then the rest MCU. of the movie is fucking garbage. It's him in the future <laughs> or the present or whatever, and it's the worst fucking He's thing like ever. He's got a gun, right? Yes. <laughs> it's almost as bad as the, the TV version. You remember yeah. the TV oh, version? Yeah. Yes. With his motorcycle helmet. I used yeah. to watch all those, man. I watched the Hulk, of course. Mm. I watched Captain America. I watched the, when the Hulk met Thor. I watched He's in a the, surfer guy. Which Captain yeah. America mo- or movie or TV series is the one where he like acted like he was sick to steal a car? <laughs> Who the Hulk did? No, Captain America. There was an like because there was huh. a reference to that. Like, oh, when did Captain America steal a car? And uh, 
Oh right, I remember that War. reference. And I don't remember if it was a movie, a, a movie or a, a series, but they it, that actually happened. Huh. <laughs> totally wow. blanking on what it was. Like he pulled a guy out of a car, like Grand Theft Auto. Yes, <laughs> no, he acted. He was on the wasted. side of the ground, <laughs> the side of the road, acting all sick, and a car pulls over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, he's playing. And then awesome. he's like, ha ha, jumps into the driver's seat and just drives nice. off. That's not America. Yeah. Uh, that, well, that's not my America. This, that was Civil War. This is America. <laughs> True. Uh, this is America. <laughs> no, you heavy sigh only because we watched that thing last week. I would heavy sigh regardless. But that doesn't help. No. It was the 1990, 1990 Captain America movie. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, a lot of those, and most of them went straight to DVD or, yeah, and or cable. Sure. You know, never it, in the theater. I I can I will defend the statements of that executive at that time because at that time he is a hundred percent accurate but, i will okay, yeah and he's just lady. doing his job depends but, on yeah. when unbreakable came out or i mean when that was happening because unbreakable came out in 2000 and 2002 spider-man one came out it's two years later and that is still That's one what of I'm the saying. higher grossing movies two right. years uh, later two somebody years later, had the ball took a risk right so who was the guy who went well superhero movies don't sell but i love spider-man so fuck it let's try and it never mind happens. that like they they gave it to the evil dead guy. That's what who Sam right? Raimi was at That's the time. That's the other thing. Yeah, who I remember when I uh, when that movie came out, I said to my friend, "Hey, you gonna go see Spider Man?" He's like, "What? The movie directed by Sam Raimi? No thanks." Yeah, he's like, "I don't want to go see the guy who fucking invented Jack of All Trades or Relic Hunter, those yeah. shitty TV shows, or Evil Dead, which some people think are terrible. I think they're great. I yeah, think they're, they're great for what they are. They're yeah. incredible. Yeah." But he was like, fuck that movie. And then he puts his brother in them all, of course. Yeah, of course. And then puts Bruce Campbell in of them. Course. So doesn't help his case. But those, the, the first. Look, Bruce first, Campbell deserves to be in every film. Every ever fucking made. thing ever. I saw him do his tour when he came here yeah. at, at the Van Buren. I went with my friend Steve. It was fucking great. It was a, the, the game part was a fucking joke. It was dumb. But he told stories throughout it. That was the show. And he's fucking great. It was so entertaining, That's man. That's right. And uh, didn't he, isn't he doing uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not? Uh, yeah. I think he's now. a new host. Yeah. yeah, he's a new host. Uh, they need to bring back the adventures of Briscoe County Jr. Yes, though. they fucking, fucking do. Show. God yeah. damn it. I love that show. That's it's weird how it's, it's, I remember watching that show and going, this is really good. And then all of a sudden it was gone because yeah. it didn't even finish the season, I think. And then growing up, people like, remember Briscoe County Jr.? I love that show. I was like, OK, I guess I wasn't an idiot. Yeah, no. <laughs> I guess people love <laughs> well, yeah, that one. There, there was that other one he was in where it was like. He was the only person in like a period show that had a normal accent. Jack of all trades. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. That was terrible. It was like uh, Victorian times or colonial times, but he just talked like he was Bruce. Sure, of course, because Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell plays Bruce Campbell, right? Well, that show. I I assume we all watched the show, the Evil Dead show. Oh yeah, yeah. fucking brilliant, right? It was great. Oh my god, I loved it. It was great. They did a real good job on it, and they did a real good job not running it long. Uh, I, I was sad to see it, it end. I but, was sad to see it end as well, but they but ended it right. right. There's nothing worse than a show that goes on far too fucking and long. And that is the end of Ash. Bruce Campbell that's what is he said, retiring, yeah. and that's that's it. Which, so. I mean, that's a young man's part. You can't be Ash. I mean, he... I don't know, he, man. He kind of knocked did, it out of the fucking park. But he, he kind of perfected it and wrapped it up. It's like, here's Ash as an old man, and he fucking... It's like, at the end of that series, he sat down and went... he's all done now are are we gonna know that he's gonna officially retire from making anything when he does a reboot of Bubba Hotep and he's actually old (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love that movie Um, they should bring back the Sam Axe 
character from Burn Notice. Mm. Yeah. Because they made when they made that movie about what they call the fall of Sam Max is basically backstory about how he got kicked out of the CIA or whatever. Mm. I was like, fuck, I could watch a million of these. It's old Sam X, but unfortunately he can't play a young yeah. Sam X anymore. They'd he, have to get he's why I watched Burn Pine. Notice. I've only oh, seen sure. a couple yeah, of episodes same. of uh, Burn Notice uh, I, and yeah. enjoyed it. But. People, because it became a joke. Like, I remember SNL did a whole sketch that it was a game show called What is Burn Notice? <laughs> and the premise was contestants had to try to figure out what Burn Notice well, was. <laughs> it's got the guy from Evil Dead and that lady that was in the librarian. Yeah, people were like, I think it's a show about firemen. <laughs> but I was watching it going, oh, and then like the next day burn notice tweeted something about how snl was out of touch whatever but uh, i watched it for 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 that character alone and when people would shit on it i'd be like dude bruce campbell is on that show yeah and if bruce campbell is on tv once a week and you're not watching him you're a fucking asshole i'm yeah. sorry <laughs> I, I don't know what you're yeah, doing Dan, with your life Jesus, if you're not yeah, watching bruce campbell every chance you get he, he really is uh, a uh, an american treasure Ritual for sure and uniquely camera. american and, yep. and you look at his career like starting out the way he did with you know just making those evil dead movies crinkling paper so it sounds like bones breaking yeah. and then he sells out and he's on sells out uh, to be on ellen you remember he got that he was a oh, regular yeah. on Ellen and, and like in the later seasons and I was like, well, the evil dead guys on Ellen, but he was really good and he made a lot of cash and he then pops up in a lot of places that I didn't expect him to. Like I, I didn't, you know, I'll, I can't think Sky of a high. recent. Oh, uh, fuck, yeah. I love Sky High. Sky High that was, was a great. great movie. I can't think of a recent case, but I feel like recently I was watching something just on a whim the you know, on one of the streaming services and was like, what the? Is that Bruce Campbell? <laughs> yeah, he should be in more stuff. I mean, unfortunately, he's more of a personality than an actor yeah, now. Yeah. So he can only kind of play himself. I want to see him sell something ridiculous on 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 like an inf- in an infomercial, like QVC or some <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. Just start showing up in random. Yeah, Bruce budget. Campbell in the Cinewave oven. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is amazing. He. Um, I, my band Rude performed uh, for him uh, because we were the after party <laughs> band. Uh, one of the bands that played the after party for a Comic-Con in uh, Wisconsin. And he was uh, uh, one of the guests. And it, the after party took place at a bowling alley. And so that's, he was. That's very Wisconsin. I have. It's yeah. <laughs> very Comic-Con Wisconsin. That's like so right in the Venn diagram. He and like his agent or something. His agent is like the slickest. And when I say slick, I don't mean that as a compliment looking <laughs> motherfucker. Um, and both of them are wearing suits and they're bowling. Nice. And I had been hanging out with uh, the uh, dude who was uh, bowling next to them uh, the night uh, prior, who was one of the uh, dwarves in uh, Hobbit. Okay. And uh, so I had just finished playing. I'm fairly drunk <laughs> and I'm in my show outfit, which is like a suit with steampunk wings and spats. And uh, I just kind of stroll down and have a seat at his lane and just watch him bowl for a while. And uh, uh, no one said anything. No one told me to go away. He greeted me, <laughs> said hi, complimented my shoes. It was like super nice. And uh, yeah, very, very cool guy. You should put that on your resume. I <laughs> <laughs> once shared a bowling lane. <laughs> once looked at Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Watched Bruce Campbell. But like bowl. George Went was there. Like it was, it was a weird, it was a weird night. I met Bruce, George Went once. He was super nice. It was a million years ago. I lived in Chicago and it was at this like all night improv fest. And I was one of the groups on it. And he was there. Uh, cause he, I don't know. Cause it's an improv thing. 
And I was just walking through and I was like, holy shit, George went. And I wanted to say something to him. And I just was like, hey, Mr. Went, I'm a big fan. He goes, oh, George, you can call me George. Thank yeah. you very much. I'm like, whoa. Super nice I don't guy. know that I can call you George. I'm not allowed to. I'm <laughs> yeah. under contract. But wow, that's awfully nice of you to say. The night prior, uh, my a friend of mine had convinced me to go and troll the hotel bar uh, nearest the where they were having the Comic-Con. And I'm like, sure, why not? Michael Rooker's hanging out down there. George yeah. Wentz hanging out down there. there. And it, so we like spent several hours drinking with George Went and one of the uh, one of the dwarves from uh, the Hobbit films. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're at a hotel staying for a con, what the fuck else are you gonna do? Yeah, you get drunk. <laughs> no, and it's all free it too. Even, yeah. It wasn't even like it, a so. big stay, hotel. Stay so in your the room hotel and bar, watch films. The hotel yeah, bar was great. like. A, a a a cove in the wall so like this wasn't a huge place so it was just hey mark michael rooker's just a few seats hey, down those right the best there. hotel yeah. bars dude it yeah. was it was fucking random. well because also nobody's like gonna just wander in off the street it's all all people who are staying at the bar so yeah you're good you're you're pretty much good any anytime i would go to a place where i where uh expenses were paid the hotel was paid anytime i ever get paid to go somewhere and my hotel is paid for i always order pornography on the tv (laughs) (laughs) because a i don't have to pay for it but b they then they get the bill whoever gets the bill for it goes through the line items and goes what knocked up and milky? What the fuck is that? <laughs> Big booty bitches. Two ninety nine. I guess. I guess we'll pay it. It's only two ninety nine. But it was a somewhere guy in time. Off in French toast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Well done, sir. Very well done. Well done. Uh, so you posted a photo recently. Many of many uh, you right and uh, Paul Shear. Oh yeah. And Andy Dick. Yeah. Uh, tell me the story behind that photo. Well, it was, it was, it's me, Paul Shear, Andy Dick, Randy Mantooth from Emergency, and my friend Graham Elwood. Wait, wait, wait. From Randy Mantooth? Yes. Oh, I actually, That's the part I, he left I out. actually watched that show. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Randy Mantooth was on a show back in the 70s called Emergency. It was created by Jack Webb, who created Dragnet and a lot of shows that were based on real life stuff. And Emergency was about paramedics. And unlike shows of today, back in the 70s, paramedics were a brand new thing. Uh, whereas because they basically only doctors were allowed to uh, give medical care Mm -hmm. in any case. So firemen would come upon scenes where people were dying and say, uh, well, we got to get an ambulance, get this person to the hospital. And they would die while they were on the way, of course. So they were like, well, let's have these things called paramedics. And a lot of doctors were not on board. In the first episode of of Emergency, Robert Fuller, who plays uh, Dr. Was the uh, Dr. Kylie, who's the main doctor on the show? He's not, he says no paramedics. They're going to end up killing somebody, huh. and then he has to admit he's wrong about it. So it's like a it was a big deal back then. Interesting, but it's a show about these guys, Randy Mantooth and uh, Kevin Ty, who are paramedics in a in a fire station, and they go to stuff and they say, and it's mainly about them saving people. But like Dragnet and all those other shows, it's based on real reports. Sure, sure. It's uh, it says at the end of the show, this is based on real things, and it tells you what happened to the people and whatever. So. Uh, yeah, so it's a great show. And as an old man, I used to watch it a lot when I was a kid. So I used to do this show. Am I at, old man? No, no, no. You're good. I'm the old man. <laughs> Brooks, it's, you it's, are. Brooks, old you're man. fucking That's weird. That's why it's, it's weird that you watched it. That's I, why it's weird. I watched it when I was a kid on, on TV Land because, like, TV Land. Because, uh, exactly. like, I, you know, I'd say on my summers, my mom would be like, oh, I love this show. I put that on. Because I remember watching an episode of Battlestar Galactica that Randy Mantooth was in. Early, early or late? Uh, I First think, version or second? Uh, oh, original. 
Original, okay. original, yeah, because it, it was something. I was like, "That's the guy from Emergency, right?" And yeah, he's a good-looking man. He is. Yeah, so he uh, he was like the big. He had long hair at the time, and he was like the heartthrob of the show for sure. So he kind of did what he wanted. Those tight pants. Yeah, right. And those fucking <laughs> those nice blue sh- button-down shirts. Um, but so I used to do this show uh, in L.A. at the UCB Theater when they first opened up. They were hungry for material, so they let me do a show there. Um, but it was like the king. Don't of tell t- yourself short, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was called the King of TV show and I would have on guests from television and I would ask them questions that I wanted to know the answer to sure really like minutia and shit like that and then we would do bits and then I would have other guests on as well so that show I had Randy Mantooth on and then I got I finagled my way to get Andy Dick on who was pretty popular at the time he was less annoying than he is uh, has become than he has become. Well, but he less was, annoying that he became before he disappeared off the face of yeah, the fucking planet. He was on a sitcom called Less Than Perfect at the time, which was pretty good, but he was a sporting character. But but he had already been on news radio and whatever, so okay, I was fair. on board. I was a big fan. But I knew someone who was on that Less Than Perfect, so I got his number, and he was a guest. Randy Mantooth was a guest. And then um, the dude who was running the theater, Seth, uh, was from New York, and he said, uh, you should have my friend Paul Shear on, who I only knew from just clips and stuff i don't even think he was on yeah MTV at the yet. time I, he yeah. would have been it wasn't not, even human giant yeah. yet so i just knew him from clips but he was like a big tv guy so he was like he knows a lot about tv so you guys i was like sounds good and then i got my friend graham who used to do this character called lieutenant kent striker and he was like a cop from the 70s and he had a corduroy suit and he would plant drugs on people and and, and, uh, just and it was like a real cop right <laughs> and he was uh, and he was uh, he, he built it into a one-man show that was very funny so i had him on too so the premise was i would have real conversations but then we'd do bullshit so i talked to paul about lost we had this big conversation about lost when that was a thing i don't know if yeah. you remember that when everybody was yeah. fucking talking about lost and then i brought out randy Mantooth. that we talked about working with jack Webb and being on emergency and he would talk about what a dick Jack Webb was and how they always <laughs> fought and apparently because there was so much information they had to give on those shows like remember on ER when they just used to rail that shit off yeah he said Jack used to put fucking teleprompters on the set and they used to shoot like in the middle of the street and stuff they would shoot outside and bring these fucking teleprompters with all the dialogue Jesus, on them is that they're always squinting at the show? right <laughs> and looking away and yeah look not even looking at the people they're talking to but randy said he hated using the teleprompters because it looked stupid yeah <laughs> but and so he would keep fucking it up and he said one day jack webb was on the set and Jack Webb was all about, let's fucking get this done. Let's, he's all business. So while Randy's fucking up the lines, Jack Webb keeps like pushing the teleprompter with his foot closer and closer <laughs> to Randy Mantooth. And finally, Randy Mantooth was like, you fucking asshole. And he said he hated him. But because Mantooth was the big heartthrob star of the show, he, he knew that he had a deal. But we talked about that. And then we had Andy on. And, and the funny thing was in the middle, like towards the end of the conversation with Randy Mantooth, Andy kept interrupting from the audience. So finally I was like, why don't you just come up here? If you, if you're not going <laughs> to shut up, come on up on stage. So he did. And so then I got some good stuff with the two of them. Cause Andy, mm-hmm. like me and like us was like, Oh, I used to watch your show. Me and my brother used to watch it as kids and whatever. So they had a nice moment. And then I brought out Graham. <laughs> I said, well, cause I would always have a fake guest. And I said, well, we got a surprise for you. He was the technical director on emergency during the seventies. Let's give it up for detective Ken Stryker. And he comes out in this thing in his big white, white ass tie. And he's like, uh, got a couple of wise guys on the show. Huh? All right. Let's see how smart you are. And at one point he sits down next to Andy Dick and he goes, 
Whoa, what's this? <laughs> he, pulls it, he pulls it from his fucking coat. He like hits him with it and goes, oh. And it's a bag that says smack. <laughs> it's so fucking scary. And I'm like, oh, it looks like you were you had some smack there, Annie. He's like, oh, yeah, I like to keep everything labeled. I need to keep my smack separate from my crack and my crank and my coat. <laughs> and and uh, it was like the perfect. And I was like, all right. And then we just did the show and it was a fucking great show. But I did a bunch of those at the UCB for quite a while until they kicked me out. I had won my best show ever. And you can see this on my YouTube page because uh, it was Andy Richter and uh, Danny Bonaducci. And it was uh. when uh, it was it was great. It's actually interesting to watch because it was when Danny was on Breaking Bonaducci on mm-hmm. VH1, which was his bad reality show. Yeah. <laughs> and so they were there. The VH1 people were there to shoot it for the show. None of it ended up on VH1. Sure, sure. But I got all the footage, so I was able to put it on YouTube. And Andy, here's the best part is, Andy, Conan O'Brien was still on in New York. Andy had quit already, and he had just done a pilot for Andy Barker PI, which went to series, but only went one season. And so I asked him, and and, and they had just announced Conan was taking over for Jay Leno. Yeah. So oh, I say, man. so I say to Andy, so, so let's, let's imagine you're still on the Conan O'Brien show. You would be the next Ed McMahon. And he's like, Oh yeah, God, I can't imagine anything worse than being the next Ed McMahon on the tonight show. Cut to five years later (laughs) when Conan moves to fucking the tonight show and guess who's his sidekick. And still to this very day on TBS, he's the fucking announcer on TBS. And that was, that's interesting to watch. But the best part of the show was, I don't know if you guys remember uh, Andy's, he had a sitcom called quintuplets Yes, where he had him and his wife had five kids. And it was, again, it only went one season and it was decent, but it wasn't great. So the fake guest was Brian Posehn, you know, Brian Posehn. Oh, yeah. 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 The oh, fake guest I said was Brian was this actor, Percy Perskins, because originally the show was called Sex Tuplets, but, <laughs> but the title didn't work. And so they cut one of the kids. <laughs> so let's bring him out. And it was Brian as that actor. And he was like all uh, aggro and mad. Like it was the first time he had seen Andy since he got fired. And he goes, it wasn't because they didn't like the title Andy got me fired that's what happened and I was like oh really and Andy's like well the other kids kept coming to the set with bruises on their arms and black eyes and stuff and they wouldn't tell us where it came from and they fucking did this whole bit it was so great and uh, and, and of course interviewing Aunt Danny Bonaducci was fucking amazing yeah because at one point I said to him I was like look we've all watched your show you got a beautiful wife you get you seem to have two great kids you got a good job being a DJ here in LA what's your fucking problem? Why are you so fucked up? And the audience went crazy, but he's like, great question. I wish I had an answer for you. <laughs> it was like the most honest thing I'd ever seen. It was, it was tall. And I did it with, I should mention, I used, uh, my announcer was my best friend, Jim Bruce, who was always in the booth and he would cut in with some of the funniest shit. At one point, Andy would talk about how in the early days of Conan, you know, his ratings were very shaky. Oh, yeah. And he was always at a risk of being canceled. And in yeah. fact, I knew a guy who used to write for Greg Kinnear on Later, the original yeah. Later. And he said they were told on a almost a daily basis, get ready to move to 1230, guys, because really? they, they were told we are going to replace Conan with that Greg That doesn't Kinnear. surprise me. When I was a kid, 
only the weird kids watched Conan because it was a weird show. Like I love <laughs> some of the Conan. shit was like above my head, honestly. And whereas Greg Kinnear, we all kind of knew he was that smart ass from talk soup and we loved him and he was just kind of smarmy or whatever. So sure. we got it. It would fit in more, but like he said, Andy said they were basically given a month to month thing. We'll renew this every month and see how you do. And he said, they didn't listen to any of the notes. They just stayed on course and put on, did crazy skits. And eventually the weird kids grew more and more and the show became popular. But he said there was one guy who worked for the network who always showed up with, with shoes and no socks. He was that guy who wore uh, shoes and no socks, you know, uh, and everybody made fun of him for that. But he said, you got to get the audience pumped up. You got to run into the crowd, which if you watch old episodes of tonight show, Jay Leno does exactly that. Yep. goes right into the crowd. Um, but he's like, you got to run into the crowd and get them pumped up and i was like fuck that noise and danny danny who's on the couch gets up and runs out into the crowd <laughs> and everyone's like woo woo and i was like yeah i'm not doing that at all there's yeah. no i like just the running is is not good for <laughs> yeah, me right i'm not even gonna run but my friend jim was like yeah it, it's bad it was if you want to see that listeners go to my youtube page paul goble's youtube page i've broken it up into clips all those uh all that interview and stuff is on at the ucb is on my youtube page it's fairly interesting yeah, I'm sure if you search YouTube for uh, Paul Gobel, Gobel, G-O-E-B-E-L. That's right. You will jerk uh, you off will. in your French toast. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that clip is also there. It's and probably, that's a yeah, that's, uh, like, that's probably going to come up pretty quick. Yeah, right. It's, it's funny, all the, the comments on that clip, because people, that's when I realized people really thought it was funny. Because if you look at the comments, it's like, best moment in cinematic history. <laughs> <laughs> Once someone said, they should do a, a, a 30 for 30 just about this guy. <laughs> and I was like, I'm on board. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> and people would write me and say, oh, what was your inspiration? And I'm like, all right, I know you're joking. But what? I'm retired well, and hosting bullshit <laughs> at a barcade in, in fucking Phoenix. Yeah, let's do this. Let's, I'm, I'm all ready for it, man. How, how does it feel knowing that if someone searched jerk off and French toast on Google, you will be number one? <laughs> well, why are you searching that? <laughs> because he's lonely. Is it an are you looking for instructional videos? <laughs> I mean, maybe. It's a, uh, don't it, judge. It, don't keep actually, shame. He's the, on his the, eternal search for joke material. The, the, <laughs> I no, the jail, first I, result is a WikiHow page. And <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not so great. And then the rest, and then the rest are just IHOP commercials. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you remember. Remember when uh, IHOP was uh, originally going to change their name to IHOP? Oh, for the fucking hamburgers! And so I was uh, one of my suggestions for what the B may stand for was Bukake, so International (laughs) House of Bukake. It ties right into the jerking off into the French toast. True, it's smart marketing, but it's also widens the scope. It's international. It's not just America. (laughs) Exactly. Let's bring everybody in. Although I've always felt that Bukake was more of a world thing, anyways. Yeah, I mean. certainly not an American it's, thing. It's certainly not American and definitely <laughs> too special to constrain to a single country. It is yeah. for it's the, the world. It's favorite salad. We, yeah. Every, everybody should be able to share in that. Let me, let me ask you something because I'm going to be mad if I don't. And I will ask you this off the air, which I'd rather ask you on the air. You said earlier that when, because let's, let's explain for the folks at home. When I originally, you didn't originally hire me to host your trivia. Right. You, you hired Geeks Who Drink to do trivia. Right. And in fact, I actually requested a specific host that was not you. Oh, okay. A di- so a guy you knew. Yeah. And I just literally just showed up. Yep. As, jerked off on pancakes. Right. As an employee. <laughs> and I don't, and, and I, and I honestly, and 
this is a weird thing, but when you're a D level celebrity like me, you have to assume that everyone you meet knows who you are and also doesn't know who you are. They're Schrodinger's sure. fan when you meet <laughs> them. Because at some point, like if I act like they don't know who I am, and at some point I say, yeah, I used to be on TV, and they're like, yeah, I know, then I look like an asshole. Yeah. But then if they don't know who I am, and I'm like, yeah, it was kind of like when I was on Beat the Geeks, they're like, what's that? Again, I look like an asshole. Yeah. So I have to wait until someone says it. So you guys don't know this, but like the first or second time I hosted, Ryan comes up to me, and I assume he's going to say, hey, weren't you the guy on Beat the Geeks? Because that's what people say to me sure. when they don't know me. But instead, he's like, how do you know Bart Heard? Yeah, <laughs> which is yep. a, a common friend we have on Facebook. The one common friend, <laughs> yeah. which you yeah. know you have that weird friend. Uh, Who, sometimes. And that that one common friend is the father of one of my old bandmates in Sparklefuck. So I know a dad of one of his friends. So so I was like, oh, so he knows he doesn't know he doesn't know me from Beat the Geeks or anything. So it was like months and months of hosting the show before people were like, oh yeah, I remember when he used to be on it. Like it, it was almost like. Uh, osmosis like, <laughs> hosting the show with people fans and then people and working with people or whatever but so i i honestly always thought that when i showed up you were like oh shit the beat the geeks guy is our host for the trivia and that's one of the reasons i did it for so long because i know i wasn't good at it <laughs> i did plenty of things to get fired but i was i would used to go tell my wife yeah they'll never fire me i'm the beat the geeks guy it's like a, it's like a big deal they can brag Wait, that the tv geek is on their, on their we've game. never used that TV. for any marketing purposes or or anything like that and it's funny to me just now that i found out that you had no idea yeah no you, clue you weren't even involved in it but yeah. i will tell you guys i have been working consistently at the grid for like almost three years now yeah, right it's been a while uh whether it's hosting that or hosting my game show or hosting the jackbox games and there's a reason why you guys won best barcade in phoenix new times <laughs> it's because it's not just a fun place with decent food and beer and games but everybody there is awesome yeah everybody working there present company accepted everybody who works there <laughs> I hate no. me too <laughs> thank you yeah, I meant, I, meant, I meant even if you ever get a job there, I meant you too. Well, I, I, hey, I'm a backup host. I've, I've, I've done, some, uh, I've done some, some work at The Grid, but most people recognize me without my clothes on. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> but it's funny because I've never, ever been an official employee of The Grid. Yeah. When I was doing Geeks Who Drink, I worked for Geeks Who Drink, and now I don't really, I get paid to host the thing, but so no paperwork involved. Can, can we go into uh, this, what happened with that? And, How uh, I got fired? Well, uh, that oh, and kind of yeah. Sure. So um, uh, we hired geeks who drink, and Paul Goble came along with that. And uh, I think you were hosting for like a year before they let you go, something like that. Or it was. Year, or did you were, it might have been two years, a year and a half. Like yeah, let's say year. Because I celebrated two birthdays. I know that. So um, after they let us know that we were going to have a host change up, and we went. Yeah, we don't really want that. <laughs> and it, it, you gave me the heads up personally before they emailed us about oh, it. Oh, really? Okay. And uh, so you told me what happened. Before, so I was kind of expecting their email. Okay. So their email comes in. And I'm like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't really like this. <laughs> uh, probably not interested in moving forward, but we'll give it a chance. 
And uh, the people they sent out were like super low energy and like they made me train everything. The guy. Had, like, that does not make changed. for a good host. <laughs> right. And so I made sure, you know, with as infrequently as I'm find myself down at the grid because I've got a million other things going on. I make it a point to be there at very important, you know, things like that when I have to get information in order to make a decision. And it was very low energy. The crowd was not uh, engaged and it was it was not delivered well. Uh, You know, you know, people who uh, you can tell people who are comfortable uh, speaking at speaking at people as presenters or as hosts versus people who are clearly not comfortable in that situation. Hey, guys, today we're going to do some trivia. Right. Exactly. Drink. He was, and, they, and they made me train him, which I didn't know he was going to be my replacement. They were like, you got to train a new host. And I, I mean, I, that's messed up. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I recognize their game. I'm not going to hate on them because, uh, you know, well done. Well, I mean, they're Making, a national company doing their national company thing. And that's what whatever. they do. But I have heard so many, nothing, literally nothing but complaints about that guy. And yeah. I don't want to talk shit about a guy who's bad, but he obviously sucked. But the thing I found out was he was on Jeopardy. He, he won. He was a champion on his episode of Jeopardy. And from what I understand, he mentioned it every game and he mentioned it in every blog because after Geeks Who Drink, you have to blog about it. And I would literally write as least words as possible for my blog. Yeah. There were many times when I was trivia up. Yeah. I would push (laughs) enter and say pictures, throw them up there. And yeah, it would say not long enough. And I'd put it was very fun. Click. (laughs) Not long enough. Very, very fun. Click. But he would write these fucking long diatribes. And one of the guys who used to come to trivia told me he did a, a search for the word I capital letter <laughs> I and it came up like 300 times so, in his fucking blog yeah so I was I mean I don't want to hate on people but I, I was happy to hear that everybody hated him because he was my fucking replacement I'll tell you I mean look man when you're a host of a thing and and that te- that thing is team trivia well and you should not be talking about yourself it's but, not about you at all but dude I had a lot of fun and I wanted to let everyone know that I was on Jeopardy <laughs> and I won Jeopardy Alex so I need you to know me. <laughs> what my favorite preferred brand narcissism for 500 <laughs> yeah I, I i always look at those people and i'm like i get it we all have a thing in our life that we're really proud of if we're lucky you know some people yeah. just go through like not being proud of a thing Yo. But, but I'm like, <laughs> like so you were on one episode of jeopardy well done oh, yeah i've yeah. been on one episode of to tell the truth i was on one episode of uh what's that what was that fucking dick clark show uh, American Bandstand. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a big trivia show. It was when all the millionaire shows came out. But I've been on. I was on like a ton of fucking game shows. I'm not imp- that. I don't think anybody should be impressed. Literally, anyone can be on a game show. Yeah, right. They look for non-performers, so that's not impressive to me. Why do? You, why are you bragging about being on Jeopardy? I understand it's hard to get on. Like I tried out for Jeopardy and I didn't pass the test. So congratulations getting on Jeopardy. Sure, but big fucking deal. They and need to have not- at least three people a day, right? Yeah. I would, it's not that hard. I would hardly call Jeopardy a trivia show in the uh, normal sense that we regard trivia. Right. Uh, True. It's, stu- it's more like a 
knowledge show like there there's a lot of stuff that's like kind of trivia but it's it doesn't fit within the normal trivia bounds it is to me. specifically a show for people who have eidetic memories like yeah, yeah, right. yeah because there's so much bible trivia and river trivia I'm and really good shit at the, the, that, the bible trivia yeah shit that's really <laughs> not interesting it's also become because it's been on for so long and people have you know watched every nuance of it it's become like a a betting show mm. like it's people watch it to see oh okay this guy has to risk this much in final jeopardy if he wants to win yeah. like that's a big part of the show now that's why how guys go on for long and on but that's that's not fucking interesting what is that statistics but Ooh. yeah so um fortunately when Math's that dumb. when that was all going down um there were it was a holiday on one of the days or something. Because we had to give them. I got, I got fired the week before Halloween. Okay. It's been almost a year. <laughs> so we had to give them uh, a month notice when we were Right. Uh, yeah, I remember uh, you canceling. told me that. And uh, so I let them know. And we ended up only having to pay for one more show because of the uh, holidays that fell on the right. days that were uh, trivia days. Uh, so we wouldn't have had trivia on, on those days anyway. Uh, so we got out pretty clean and then uh we reached out to you to you know the jackbox uh, games are fun yeah do uh jackbox and uh uh, uh game i think shows. first we started talking about game shows before we even, yeah uh visited uh jackbox because what yeah when i wasn't doing that anymore i i had this idea to just do a show where you play a bunch of game shows you play the price is right play the weakest link play match game play beat the geeks beat the geeks of course and we string cartoon it all together geek. you were the yeah the, the 90s cartoon geek uh guest star geek and i put it all together and we tried i've tried it a few times at this place comms which is not open anymore but once i got the once i got it right i came to you and i said let's can i try this show and you're like let's do it and it seemed to work well and like i said i just took it up to big pine where everybody enjoyed it i'm doing another one this wednesday there at the grid this will be like i think my 11th version of this show there so yeah it's been very nice so i do that and then i do the jackbox thing on tuesdays people seem to like that all excited for this new uh new pack that's coming yeah. out this month Woo, we're all yeah. very excited i actually looked at the new games there's trivia murder party 2 yep which people nice. are excited yes. about yes. The best one. Yes. yeah absolutely yes. everybody loves that but there's two other games one of the <laughs> i watched a video of these guys playing it and you know how uh uh like they have the murder where you have to play the mini games or whatever. Sure. One of the new mini games is you, ha they give you a dial on your phone and you have to dial a phone number, but it's a rotary. <laughs> the kids aren't going to know what that is. Right. So they're like, here's the, here's the game dial these seven numbers, but you have to on your phone go. That sounds like a pain in the ass, but they have two more. One is uh, where you are on a ship and you have to guess who's the alien. You have to ask questions, but the alien gets different questions. So it's oh, one cool. of those. So kind alien. of like a, uh, almost like a, a uh, uh, one night ultimate werewolf kind of thing. Yeah. Because like a... they do one like that kind of where it's monster seeking monster. You have to guess what the monsters are. But yeah, it's like, who's, who's the monster. But the one that looks great to me is it's, it's, you're on a cruise ship and everybody plays the comedian who's on the cruise ship. So you write jokes for the other comedians <laughs> to tell. And then you have to get up and, and try to make, it's perfect. Perfect game for this fucking guy. <laughs> because yeah, you, that way they can supply the jokes for him. Yeah. Well, because the point is you you I you, feel attacked. They ask you they ask you leading questions and you put it in, so it's not necessarily a joke. So the onus is on you to make it sound like a joke. Uh, even if it's not one, it's like, hey, you guys see that new movie? Didn't it suck? 
that's like the, might be the whole thing you yeah. say. So it's up to you to perform it like it's a joke. And then you give everybody a catchphrase, which is funny. That's my favorite part. Give someone a dumbass catchphrase. Because no matter how dumb it is, it seems like a real catchphrase, sure. no matter what you say. See, all so. of the all of the Jackbox games that require that extra like improvisation always. Performance. Those are they, so much fun. They're the best. It's, yeah. My favorite it's, ones. My favorite one is still the one where you have to design a product and pitch it. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. I try to play that as often as I can. A lot of people are too shy. Yeah, it's it's only good if you have the right people. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. You have to have people so, that are willing yes. to get out there and just like and outwardly act. The, it will be coming back out uh, for uh, Extra Life again this year. Uh, I think under <laughs> yeah. under certain controlled conditions, uh, uh, some of those yeah. can be the most entertaining. Absolutely, yeah. And that's just, yeah. you get too many people who come up and just go, oh, the presentation part, I'm just going to hit the auto narrate for me yeah. and yeah. sit there like this. That's, yeah. Uh, if you're going to do that, power. you don't have to get up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's lame. And I get it. Not everybody is comfortable speaking in front of a mic, but I like those beca- because I will always do it and show, see, it's not that hard. Any idiot can get up here and do it. You're just, <laughs> you're just, you're just, and you're just you repeating. just point at the one person who didn't. Yeah, right. Lame. You see, Damn. any idiot. No, dude. But then. I but, gave a stunning presentation the last time I yeah and then I like that to see people the regular people what I call the regular people get up and do a little performance and I'm like oh that was nice as quaint almost yeah as uh mm. and, and you get to show you did a little show it's almost like uh like I'm at my kids school <laughs> and I'm seeing performances Good job! Participation well, because honestly, some people the iPad up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Good job, Tyler. <laughs> okay, why? We love you. Every, every single person I meet. <laughs> That's just a name I heard a lot when my kids were little. I gotta be honest. Very popular with the young kids. Yeah, yeah. Good job. We love you, Tyler. You're the best. Good job. Sit down, Tyler. You're done. Are you having flashbacks? Tyler? This is why I have any semblance of uh, of being of being able to enjoy my personal self because I just act like people saying that hey good job yeah, Tyler they were talking to me you're still you when you when we're not around so it probably doesn't get any better <laughs> I just play recordings <laughs> he sits, good job Tyler he sits like, by himself good job Tyler <laughs> you're the best Tyler he got it written in lipstick on a mirror <laughs> good job Tyler he walks up and he has like a mustache on the mirror and he lines up like thanks dad <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got tattoos all over his body like in Memento that say good job Tyler on them. <laughs> I have multiple wigs in my closet I'm not going to give you any reason as to why but oh, shit. Oh, do you have any dresses you're about to throw out <laughs> just asking <laughs> and would you the first day me? it's a mustache but then he goes to the second day then now there's a goatee <laughs> and then the third day is like, dusts on some five o'clock shadow. <laughs> By the third day, it's like the Joker. <laughs> he looks in the mirror and the reflection, there's all this white makeup. Like, why, <laughs> why so Tyler serious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Would man. you fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> did, you, did you tell them that? Did you ever tell them why I got fired? How that happened? Uh, no, I did not. So I've heard about this. I, you guys might appreciate this. because were, were you a geek who drank? No. <laughs> Well, that was the point. I drank as often as I could, but I, that seemed to be a selling point. But um, there was 
there's a obviously there's a geeks who drink group on Facebook where there's a, a bunch of them, but some were just for people to share opinions or whatever. Yeah, and um, one and they would always share stuff from their quizzes, like hey, here's a question we had, and one of them was a a question about body swap movies, like Freaky Friday. Oh, and, that's right. Now I remember. In the round, there was a question about trading places with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd, and I commented trading places is not a body swap no move. yeah no it's not it they don't swap bodies they know who they are this is in the wrong category yeah and that i was just going to make a point i mean i feel like that's part of my duty yeah, to right. point out this is wrong being right is the entire point of trivia exactly yeah. <laughs> thank you and considering this is a geeks who drink facebook group somebody should be taking a task so then someone on the group who i don't know never met never seen them since comments you know, basically plays devil's advocate. Well, couldn't it be blah, 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 blah. And that immediately makes me, pisses me off. It yeah. always pisses me off. Why play devil's advocate for when you're wrong? Nobody asked for that. Nobody wants the devil about fucking trading places. So, <laughs> so I went off and I said, no, it doesn't matter what you think. This is just wrong, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, and then the person said, well, I, well, I would suggest that you take it up with uh, editorial because there's a, a way to do that take it up with editorial rather than posting things here and again i'm like fuck you first of all i'll do what i want second of all why'd you argue with me so much then if that was your ultimate suggestion so i said well i'm happy to do that if you would will if you're willing to listen to some just some suggestions i have for you and that's all i said mm -hmm. i did not elaborate on what those suggestions were <laughs> sure so the next day I get a phone call and, uh, and they said, well, what you did on that is bullying and we have a zero tolerance policy for bullying. And I was like, well, that seems kind of dumb. And then the, the person who's firing me says, also, there were these other things. And clearly they were looking for a reason to fire me. As they always yeah. do. As they always do. One of them was, the main one was, I, I did a private gig. And, I sh and you're supposed to show up 90 minutes early for a private gig, which is a fucking joke. But okay, yeah. that's the job. So fine. So it's on a Saturday. I show up 90 minutes early and they're like, oh, you're really early. I'm like, yeah, that's the gig. And uh, it's, it's supposed to be there at five. I'm there at 3.30. It's supposed to start at five. I, as I'm hanging out there and it's like not even chairs are set up. What the fuck? I find out it's actually going to start at eight. They had moved it to eight. Uh, and I go, uh, there's no fucking way. I'm sitting here all day. Yeah, uh, right. Not getting paid. Uh, till eight o'clock so it's saturday so i gotta make a few phone calls because no one's in the office eventually the geeks who drinks get back to me and say yeah that's our bad they changed it and we forgot to tell you sure and i go okay because i was ready to leave and i'm like okay i and dot 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 and she <laughs> yeah. says and you'll be paid for the time you're there i'm like sounds good thank you so i think all right i'm paid x amount for the two hours of the game so that i should get that much for the two hours i'm sitting here on my ass right the 90 minutes i'll give them that's part of the gig but the extra two hours i need another 200 bucks or whatever yeah yeah instead they pay you minimum wage <laughs> so instead i call back and i go hey here's the deal and they're like yes we have a policy that we pay 50 dollars for that and i'm like well, first of all, where is that policy written? Yeah, right. I know for a fact it's not in the Bible that I just combed over three times. Also, is does this happen frequently enough right. where you need a fucking policy yeah. for it? Also, are you such fucking idiots that you don't tell people the times? And so they're like, and I said, well, that's That's ridiculous. bullying. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
<laughs> so, How dare you bully? So I just said, that's ridiculous. I'm not coming in. I, my only, I said, obviously my only, I said, there's nothing I can say to change your mind. Right. And she goes, no, because she's the bookkeeper. And I go, okay, then I have no choice but to quit. So you'll need to get somebody to host at the grid tomorrow. And I have another private gig this weekend. You'll need to get somebody to host that. All right. Have a nice day. An hour later, I get a call from my boss saying, whoa, what happened? Well, tell you what, how about we get, and I'm, I, I was going to, I wouldn't have settled for anything less than like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Uh, which I think is, is still is like 50% of what they owe me. So he calls me, he's like, oh, and he's all, all nice about it. And he says, how about we give you 150 bucks? I'm like, sold. Let's fucking do this. Cause that's more than he's like, and you know what? Thank you. Because we should put something in writing and you're right. And I'm like, okay, cool. Everyone's cool with it. Well, it turned out, turns out nobody was cool with it. Huh. They were super pissed at me for having the gall to quit my fucking job. How, if that yeah. isn't the most fuck you to the worker that I've ever heard, you can't quit. We're going to fire you. Yeah. yeah. Fuck off. You should be thankful that you got this job in the first place. Right. Yeah. I hate that. Answer. And I literally had suckers. that happen. To yeah, me. it's the worst. In general, I think. Uh, oh, that's bullying. No, sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think. Paul, come on, dude. I, you're I, bullying. I, I'm a little Tyler. heated. I'm a little heated. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I think uh, nationally run trivia uh, uh, things like that are just not great. It, I, it's not. It great. sounds. It sounds like like theor- a theoretically cool concept for sure. Sure, it, it is in concept. But here's the problem: like especially geeks who drink, which is a big organization. They have you know like ten people in Colorado who run it, and then they have regional managers throughout the the country. But then they have thousands of hosts, and yeah. if all the thousands of hosts one day decided not to show up to work, the company would fucking go bankrupt. Yeah. within a matter of two days. Yep. And yet nobody understands. I was the only person who understood that the host is the most popular, is the only position that anyone cares about. Yeah. Because if I don't show up, there's no show. And and you guys try to guess how much he paid geeks who drink every every week for a show. I can't answer this because I've been told before. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, how much do you think the geeks who drink costs a week per week? Let me see. Well, overall includes everything per week. Five hundred dollars. I was going to say 600. Uh, what, you, wow, you guys both went high. That's way, way too high. Way high. Really? Yeah, okay. way high. $5. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, this isn't the fucking price. Yeah, right. right? You definitely went over. It's $250, right? Yeah, it was $250. $250 oh, okay, show. Okay. 50 of that was mine. Yeah. They eventually got that for me. But I still think, for considering what goes into those shows, 200 bucks is a fucking ripoff. Yeah. 100 bucks is reasonable. But twice that is not. Yeah. And, to, and, and because especially considering the host do so much and they only get 50 bucks of that yep. yeah. but we have to pay all of our office workers i used to write trivia all 12 of the i used to write trivia for this this show in 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 uh la it's called king trivia was the name of the company and i used to write questions and sometimes i would write questions and they'd be like we can't use any of these because this is too esoteric so i would just submit categories first and one category i submitted was buddy cop films and i get a letter back from the editor that says who's buddy cop Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I mean, what can I do at Holy that point? Holy shit, dude. You know, it, 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 was, it was when Buddy Ebsen was moonlighting as a cop. <laughs> buddy Cop. He was like an Italian action star. I, I think not Christ. knowing what Buddy Cop movies are should preclude you from being in that industry in any capacity right? at all. Yeah. Certainly not as a fucking editor. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. That's, that's, and that's what it's like working for those companies. I hope you had some Tango and Cash trivia in there. 
So, <laughs> I tried to put, yeah, the buddy cop questions. Well, that category didn't go. I wrote a bunch, but <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, it was who, so dumb. Who is Buddy Cop? <laughs> who is John um, Galt? But yeah, uh, so uh, in addition to uh, the stand-up and the... Because you're still doing stand-up in addition to game shows? Or yeah, you- well, infrequently. I mean, I people don't book me so much because I, I don't do... I kind of sometimes don't actually do stand up. I just fuck around for sure. seven minutes and people have gotten used to that. Like I, <laughs> it's clear that I have, I don't care now. I don't have anybody to please anymore. So like last night, this was a storytelling show. So I like doing those cause sure. I like, I like just being long winded, but regular stand up I don't do so much anymore. Cause mainly cause I like, I had noticed <laughs> that you like being long winded. We're in our podcast going on hour 30 at this point. Oh, Holy shit. Jesus. Dude, I felt like it'd been a long time. <laughs> time to go. But I, I'm actually, having so much fun hosting the game show because I, I do have to put it all together i have to make it it's not just get up sure, and do yeah, it and I, right. I shop for prizes and shit but i like all of it so i'm i i, I want to when i do that i think about going and then telling jokes i'm like yeah that seems dumb yeah i just put all this work into my other show let's concentrate on that and did uh do you have a podcast as well or did you have a podcast i had a few my most recent one was called uh, that, uh, where have I seen this before? Where me and Steve Mandel, who is my co-host on the podcast, he's old like me. So we would just talk about shit that just You're came old? out. I am super old. <laughs> so yeah, we would talk about shit that we've seen that just came out. That was clearly something that we've seen before. Sure. That, was, that was the idea. But I also had one, that one I don't think you can see anymore. I had one called Brief Interviews with the Opposite Sex, where I would talk to women about women's issues, which was just a way to, uh, educate myself. I had a short one about TV called Hey, Watch This where we reviewed TV. And my old one was the Paul Goebel show, which I think I uploaded all those up to the national, like the internet archive Mm -hmm. and that library. So you can watch old. I had some great episodes. Paul Shear was on a bunch. I had Neil Flynn, fucking Paul Provenza. I had some big, I got Jerry from, uh, Jim O'Hare from Parks and Rec oh, was shit. on once. That was a great, that was a great episode. Some those of those are, are celebrities, Dan. Oh, Real ones. Yeah, no, some I of those are also realize. on my YouTube page. You can, <laughs> you can see some of those. But if you Google the Paul Goebel show uh, and go to like the National Archive, you can find a lot of old episodes of that. Some of those are great, but clearly they're a fucking million years old. We're talking about like the original heroes. Sure. Like that. We're yeah. about the oldest shows. We're, we're like, what do you think of this loss? There's actually an episode where my co-host Jim goes, uh, you ever, you guys watch the 4400? This show is great. Uh, he, he goes off about how great the 4400 is and he goes, and this show compared to Lost, fuck Lost. That's going to be canceled in a year. <laughs> the 4400 is great. Really into like, this new show lately, uh, Cheers, I think it's called. <laughs> Battle on Five is an excellent show. Ted Danson has no future in TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the guy from Creep Show? Yeah, he should uh, stick to movies. He should yeah, stick to yeah, film. Right. God damn it, we didn't even get to talk about Creep Show. The new Creep Show. Did, did everybody here watch it? I'm not sure. yet. No, not yet. No, no, just me and Ryan. Yeah, I've watched almost all the new shows so far. Did you guys watch Evil on CBS? No, it's pretty good. It's interesting. I'll say that. Whereas Prodigal <laughs> yeah. Son with Lax Michael Sheen, <laughs> as the TV geek, yeah. Um, Let's uh, end this on uh, what uh, what are you recommending uh, on TV right now? What what are must watches? Well, uh, I'm very excited for the Watchmen show. On oh, HBO. so yes. am I. Yes, so am I. I'm that so has all the indications of great. But uh, as far as like 
like great TV that's making a difference. Succession on HBO is really, really phenomenal. Yes. Um, I just recently started watching that. Yeah, it's really good. The Good Place is going to have a good run this year. It's going to wrap yes, up. Is. I love a Good Place. Uh, so, so yeah, that's a great show. Um, I just started re-watching sitcoms. I watched all of The Office, which was fascinating, and all of Parks and Rec. And now I'm watching 30 Rock. I love 30 Rock. But it's weird how problematic a lot of episodes oh, yeah. are. Especially yes. Parks, Parks <laughs> right? and Rec is has got a lot of problems problematic stuff early yeah. but it's on. but it's different because like it's, parks and rec in the office you're like oh well they're just dummies they don't right. know any better <laughs> when you're playing a character that is supposed to be problematic then it's not necessarily problematic it's it's po- poking fun at, like that's true. Yes. Like, you know scott is a yeah. example yeah. like it's uh, you're not gonna uh uh get mad at Steve Carell for, you know, playing this role. He's for prison Mike. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which is just straight up offensive. He but yeah, plays but a clueless <laughs> character who, yeah. But on 30 rock, I mean, they, part of the joke was poking fun at the guys in charge. You know, Jack Donaghy was supposed to be this puffed up clown. Yeah. But when you look back on it, you're like, Oh, he's a real piece of shit. Yeah. He was manipulative and mean and a fucking sexist and sometimes racist, which is weird. Why, why did we not, notice the race but they have a whole lot of humanizing moments true with that yeah. character which is it yeah. almost makes the bad shit about him worse because they're trying like they give him all these bad attributes but then they also try to you know Say, well, he's not such a bad guy. Yeah, exactly. But it makes it even worse rewatching it now because you know so much about Alec Baldwin personally. Yeah, right. (laughs) On a personal level that you don't like. You're like, yeah, I'm not on board with this guy. It's not fun. And then like this, the weird stuff that Tracy Morgan does. Yeah, he's, oh, man. he's kind of strange. Yeah. He's kind of weird. Like Tracy Morgan was playing Tracy Morgan. Yeah, he'll be crazy, and then all of a sudden he'll say, I just got my sister pregnant. What? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. No, you shouldn't yeah. have done that. That doesn't yeah. sound fun. That's not yeah. funny. <laughs> Don't get your sister pregnant, sir. Well, yeah, I, as far as Succession is concerned, I'll fucking watch anything with Kieran Culkin being a smarmy jackass. He's such a dick on he's that show. He's so good, though. He's really, he does it so well. I just He was just, a, I watched Seth Meyers as one of the few... Uh, talk shows I watch, but he was just a guest on it. And in real life, he's the nicest young man. He's like, he's like caring. He's like, Oh, thank you for watching the show. He's the opposite of that fucking guy. He's really, but he nails that character. He fucking nails it. And Brian Cox, it's, I mean, this is going to be his tour de force performance to go out on, which is pretty good. You mean Super Troopers wasn't uh, the height of his career? <laughs> no, I mean, ha- uh, what was the f- was it to live and die in L.A. or Manhunter? Oh, yeah, 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 Manhunter, yeah, the original. Uh, but those are also television programs, Dan. Thank well, you. Well, Manhunter was a film. Was, a was the original film. Uh, the Manhunt was a PS2 game, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's Manhunt. Yeah. Manhunt. <laughs> yes. That also was a bad reality show for a Manhunt, while. Manhunt, Manhunter, Manhuntest. <laughs> So, um, nice. What, what, was that a joke? <laughs> There's more I, of a pun. Did you get that one from Tyler's book? I'm, Play I'm, on words. I'm reading from his, 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 his from his dictionary. <laughs> it's his well, he's um, teach, Tyler's teaching a class now, so you can see uh, the art of humor. <laughs> Have you watched uh, the rookie at all? Like, yeah, I'm a big Nathan Fillion fan. So am I. Most nerds are. So am I. And like. My wife, it's my wife. Yeah. Uh, is, is <laughs> Thank a good, you, Doug Benson. She's always a barometer of, of shows that I know only nerds watch because she loves Firefly, which to me says 
Firefly is a great show for everybody. Sure. Not just nerds like Firefly. Yeah, absolutely. And then we used to watch Castle. She kind of liked Castle. Castle had the best fucking references, that Halloween episode where he's dressing yeah. up like a space cowboy. Right? He's like, and I'm a space it, cowboy. She's like, isn't yeah. that kind of tired and dead? And, and then he would have yeah. the, the guests on, Baldwin and Zoe, yeah, Zoe yeah. and that stuff. So that was fun. But watching The Rookie, she's like, that. this show sucks. Because she's not a Nathan Fillion fan, so sure. there's nothing for her. But I don't know. Part of it is part of the reason I like the show is because they definitely shoot in LA. Yeah. Like I recognize everything about it, and that kind of is nice to me. I lived there for 20 years, so that's kind of nice. But I I love the fucking show. So do I. He's not only is Nathan Fillion good, but his relationship with his partner, and then uh, and then his boss, and then his boss. It's, it's probably it's, unrealistic, but. I really like the show. And yet, they, it doesn't seem outrageous. No. Because, like, they're in uniforms. One of the things, for those, of you, those guys who don't watch the show, is they show a lot of POV of the body cams <laughs> yeah. on the show, which is interesting to me because people don't really... people take body cams for for granted you know almost every cop is wearing one these days but you don't notice it yeah so it kind of makes it like oh yeah if a cop pulls you over you're on fucking there was a time not very long ago where not a single cop in the country wore a body cam right and now all the smart ones do at least yeah i don't know why a cop would not want to wear a body cam quite frankly well in most places it's mandated now yeah and and policy yeah it's a good thing so and they're making that, that they just made a movie that's the whole premise this woman who's a cop uh, she witnesses her partner and a bunch of other cops kill a guy, but because she's wearing her body camera, she re- fucking records it. Just happens to record it. So now they have to chase her down and get the camera back and then kill her. Had she just been there, they would have been like, "Okay, th- you're not going to tell anybody, right?" But now that's a whole plot point. Yeah, oh, yeah. body cams. Ooh, I, I, that, that, that sounds like an interesting, interesting concept. I like that. Yeah, yeah right. I they like have to that. get her camera. So it's not just they're chasing her. She also has this. It's almost like a. I don't know, fucking Temple of Doom. She has this piece of <laughs> yeah. thing that she's got to keep protect because it could break at any moment or whatever. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's it's and that's that's I like getting back to the show. I like Rookie because, like you said, it's a little outrageous, especially the fact that he. First of all, he's an old man who's a yeah. rookie cop. That's a ridiculous idea. At least they made it clear this is not normal, and we're not. Yeah, we yeah. don't like it. But also, he lives in the guest room of his millionaire buddy yeah, right. in Beverly Hills. <laughs> exactly. Oh, like in Magnum. Nice. His yeah. millionaire buddy who's gone most of the time. He's on like one episode a season and yeah. he's a great character too, but like he never hangs out. And of course he's banging and the he's other by hot the guy, rookie. He, he's played by the guy who played uh, House's wife's uh, new husband right. on House. He was also the last boss on NYPD Blue. Yeah. The last lieutenant on NYPD Blue. That guy's a great actor. Yeah, I, I, I like the acting on the show, and it's a little outrageous. I think the action stuff is a little dumb, but it reminds me of like those action like emergency and shows like yeah, that right. take place in LA. So but yeah, I, again, I, I, I gotta tell you, and for those of you who don't know, I watch a shitload of TV. <laughs> I mean I watch I wonder I, wonder I watch like talked about this. twenty five <laughs> not even joking, I watch like twenty five, thirty hours of TV a week. So the bar is very low for yeah. the shit that I'll actually watch. I watched entire summer's worth of Big Brother just finished. Oh, so you know, <laughs> I just thought I just thought the TV geek was like a fun nickname you had, dude. But it's because it I always ironic. 
I always used to carry a TV around with me. That was my thing in high school. Hey, here comes a TV geek. Oh, so like, it's you in Virginia or wherever the fuck with wearing a TV <laughs> on those head, TVs, dropping yeah. TVs off on people's porches. I knew it. I fucking love that. I wish I had done that. I wish I was that guy. All right, we are running extra long today. Thank you so it's much a bonus for being episode. a guest oh, it's my uh, on this uh, episode, Paul. We'll have to have you back it. again. Um, and I'm sure we'll have you at Extra Life this year again. Yeah, I want to come back. That was fun. Hell yeah. uh, it's going to be November 2nd uh, this year. Uh, we're running uh, November 2nd, 11 a.m. Pacific time to uh, 11 a.m. Mountain time the following day because it is uh, uh, daylight savings time. Oh, in back. between? Really? So yeah. it's, oh. it's not going to change for us, but it's going to change for everyone else. So we'll start in Pacific. We'll end in Mountain. So, so everyone else will get will get an extra hour of the show, but not really. Or will they lose an extra hour? We'll get we'll be doing technically a full 24 hours. Anyone else doing it in any other time zone, if they were to do 11 to 11, would do 23 hours. Ah, ah, so, so we are they're weak. Arizona and Indiana are the only ones yep, yep. doing a full 24 hour. Nice. So yeah, uh, thanks again for being a guest. Uh, do you have me. a website uh, where people can find you? Yeah, and what well, you're it's, doing? it's the King of Dot TV. Uh, it's not very updated. There's pictures of me and celebrities there. But when I retired, I kind of stopped updating it. But you can uh, go to my be my friend on Facebook. I have two Facebook pages because I often get put in Facebook jail. <laughs> yeah. Be my friend on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I used to be on Twitter. I got kicked off, so I'm not on Twitter anymore uh, for harassing people. I and I just bailed. I never went back. Paul, but, that's uh, bullying. I know. <laughs> That's, that's what they told this me is, anyways. This is looking like a pattern, Paul. <laughs> what the joke is, do I look like I could bully anybody? <laughs> Who was intimidated by me? Terrible. Uh, that's French the thing. toast is. Yeah, I guess. And you know what? It should be. Those people who put nutmeg on their French toast, how put, dare you? I put none on your French meg. toast. Yeah. Yeah, I don't put nut. I, don't, I, don't, I leave off the meg. Yeah. No meg on my French toast. Plenty of nut, though. Nut butter. <laughs> oh man on uh, that note thank you everyone for watching check out paul global stuff and uh, if you're in the area come out to uh, jackbox uh, game nights at the grid on tuesdays and all your favorite game shows uh you do that the uh, first, first wednesday of first every wednesday month. of every month yeah uh at the grid as well uh thanks for watching and or listening we'll see you next week bye bye i didn't say stop <laughs> <laughs> i'm taking off today again. Right now, our lives are on our phones. And with our phones full of live-streamed exercise classes, midday work calls, and nightly family video calls, there's no room for fraud calls. Thankfully, AT&T makes customer security a priority, helping block those pesky calls. It's not complicated. AT&T Active Armor, 24-7 proactive network security and fraud call blocking to help stop threats at no extra charge. Compatible device slash service required. Visit at slash Active Armor for details.